Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of My Anime Journal. Today we will be starting out by talking about Hanamonogatari. And so this is, you know, it's naturally a part of the Monogatari series. And so it's about this girl, uh, Kambaru. And as we can see from from the, the cover, she likes to wear... Those are bicycle shorts underneath her skirt, so that I'm pretty sure she's a girl who just doesn't actually wear anything underneath of them. It's like there's not panties under there. Those those are being used as her panties. So it's it's kind of like a panty shop, but at the same time she's still more covered than most girls are even even with the skirt. So yeah. Um yeah, she likes basketball and has a broken arm. Actually, no, it wasn't a broken arm. Uh, I believe it was like like a magical furry arm. That it's weird, but you know that's just who she is. Yeah, monkey. That's that's what it was. It was a monkey arm. And she she's cute. Um, they they they're all cute. And so, yeah, you see that this goes actually below her skirt. Yeah, she has, yeah, the bandaged up arm, soccer shoes, or basketball, I guess. And, and the furry arm, which in this figure, I'm guessing you could just detach it and then put her regular bandaged up arm on top of that instead. Or if you had another figure, you could just put on a normal girl's arm, if that's how you wanted her to look. And and so yeah, she has her own little quirks and stuff that uh, she talks about. That this girl in the background here, uh, Roka, Lord Devil, also plays an important part of this one. That she also plays basketball. Um, but she, I think it's like she, uh, she gives these gifts to, to people or something, like, like not, not like physical gifts, but it's like kind of, you know, you ask for something from her and then she gives it to you, but it, like, comes with a kind of curse or something like that. It, it's kind of weird. Um... But, yeah, and th this is also only five episodes, so kind of have to remember that. And another weird thing about this is that even though this is aired as part of, this is the last part of second season, but it actually takes place after, after everything. After every single anime, every single part of the Monogatari series leads up to this. We even have like Zoku Owari Monogatari, which is takes place after End Story, and even this is actually taking place before Hana Monogatari. Which is you know it's, it's just Monogatari is weird way of airing things. Um, yeah, it, it wasn't as good as like the rest of the second season, but it still wasn't as bad as like uh. Like, say, like, Neko Kuro. Neko Kuro was terrible. And this next anime I watched is called Android Anna Maiko 
2010. And so this is taking place in, well, as the, the title implies, it's taking place in the future year of 2010. So way, way in the full 12 years in the future, in the, the distant year of 2010, uh, radio isn't really a thing anymore. In the year 2010, the Japanese radio industry is in decline. And so, to to bump up their ratings, they they bring in a new person. Well, actually, she's not a person, and that's why they expect her to do better, because she is Maiko, and uh, Maiko stands for Multi-Artificial Intelligence Computer. I guess Ko is computer. <clears throat> and she's she's a robot, an android. Loboto Janai Android Des. Android Des. Yeah, she she definitely likes likes making sure that people know she she's not a robot, she's an android. Because there's totally a huge difference. And you can't call her just you know, you're just a computer and not oh I'm I'm an android. And and so yeah, it's it's an interesting little series. It now being this is late nineties, they had some kind of cringy CGI where they would just have have like a little a single frame of uh, I could probably find you with this this frame. I know I'm just going through my folders, but in inside of here. Yeah, here it is. This is a, is a screenshot from this anime, and it looks kind of weird. Like you can tell this is CGI, and and it's like 3D CGI, but the rest of the anime is in 2D. But they have just certain artifacts, things like this telephone, where it's like, uh, it's like, hey, does anyone want to draw this telephone? Oh, I can't be arsed. I can't be arsed either. Yeah, let's just uh. Just you know, render it up on a CG machine, and whereas everything else is like cell animated, so it's like, oh, why though? Yeah, like we see her, and she's a robot here, and she she doesn't look CG at all. This looks like you know, regular '90s kind of stuff. But then there's just certain things where it's like, yeah, that's, that's definitely made on a computer. No, no doubt about that. Um, but in terms of story, so as you can also see that they, it does have fairly short episodes. and But the story goes uh, that we have, she joins the cast and she's there to help them out. But she's just a really bad spokesperson like in terms of radio she's not the best person to be on there but but it's kind of like just what what else do we do like if we have a human that's boring it would be cool to have a robot because no one else has a robot on their radio station but the thing is that if people don't want to listen to radio in the first place that having a robot speaker doesn't actually do much of anything. In fact, if it was today, if it was like real life 2010, if you had a robot speaker and it was like 
not not necessarily like an android, but like just a robot, or like a you know like those kind of text to speech kind of stuff. And we'll just be like, who cares? It's it doesn't actually matter. In fact, it would if it was like an AI, if it was like making up its own dialogue or monologue. If it was it was the writer. It wasn't just like someone was t- putting inputs into it and it was speaking in a robot voice. So if it was actually coming up with its with the things it was gonna say, people still wouldn't really care. Like we have robots that do that, and we don't have them on the radio because it doesn't sound good. People prefer to have a human voice. Um, however, although in actual modern day like 2018 we don't really we do have robots that sound authentically human although usually they sound kind of monotone so it's like are you a robot you might be and people can usually still tell <laughs> with her obviously that's not the case in fact we see our, our character our, our voice actor here in fact this is one of the reasons why i even watched it like she did Sakura Kinomoto Sakura, such a cute character, such a cute voice. And that was actually like the same year that these were Card Captor Sakura uh, aired in twenty nineteen ninety eight. This also aired in nineteen ninety eight. Like it's, it's her from the same era, although she did a uh, clear card as well, and uh, her voice hasn't really changed in twenty years. Even though you can tell from her age that she's actually a little bit old to be to be voicing a fourteen year old character in a like twenty was it twenty eighteen but you know whatever she's done some other characters oh she did saber and um uh, fate extra yeah but she, her her voice is beautiful and and that's one of the reasons why I watched it this such a beautiful voice and definitely doesn't sound like an android like if we had androids who had had a uh, Tenge Sakura as as their voice actress uh, I, I would definitely I would buy one like that that would be wonderful but that's that's not how life is today uh, anyway in terms of the actual plot it's it's not amazing it, it is kind of cute um, and tr- as far as like you know 1990s tv shorts go it's not bad but it's, it's definitely not amazing either uh would i recommend it uh, if if you just are running out of things to do or if you just like obscure 90s stuff maybe go ahead it's, it's better than some of the stuff out there but and as a general recommendation, probably not. Uh, anyway, this next one I, I watched is, is New Game. New Game, just scream it louder. I don't know. Uh, there's two exclamation marks in this one. Um, as opposed to one for the first season. Because, you know, that's how, <laughs> how these things work. Oh, that's uh, the adaptation. We have, uh, oh, right. There's the OVA, the... I never actually watched. And, and then we have New Game This. The actual original TV series. And yeah, so 
TV series. It's uh, the the second season. It's it's very good. It's this is it's as good as the uh, as the first season. I would say maybe even better. And you know, it's still Aoba's life of a uh, being a character designer. And we also have obviously Koyagami, another character designer. All of the characters are so cute. Uh, Hifumi, super cute. Uh, I mean, these characters are are all adults, but but they don't really look it. And I kind of like that fact. Um, I mean, it's, I'm not sure if that's necessarily a wrong thing to to like women who who look younger, but I mean, they're still adults. I don't see that as a problem. Um. Yeah, Aoba is adorable. She she has her kind of uniform that looks a bit like a schoolgirl uniform on, and she has her twin tails and stuff. Also, the actual games themselves. I I like the story to it. It the the whole you know video game industry and them having to work twelve hour days and you know getting in the you know the debuggers and stuff it's all super cool I, I I really like those kind of things and also like the actual person who wrote it worked in the video game industry like you actually see this guy um, this guy here and he he actually said in the manga that yeah he he did write he did work as a video game person for a little bit he also really likes hedgehogs, and that's why there's a hedgehog in it. He, he has his own pet hedgehog. I think it's neat. And so, yeah, if you like cute girls, definitely watch this. If if you are interested in the video game industry, I don't know if it's necessarily... It's not, a, it's not intended to be informational. It's intended to be just a fun thing to watch. And super, super pretty art. Great, great voices, great soundtrack. Just in general, uh, the stuff about it is good, but yes, yeah, it's, it's not not intended to be educational. Uh, the next anime I watched is Pre Pre Chichan, and this is also it's adorable. Look at her. Look, and so there's these like little adorable things that she has. They're kind of like pets. And they're all like from another universe or something. Uh, so we have uh, Chi Chan, uh, who is this blob. I think he, he came from underground. Yeah. Um, and then you have Jo Kun, who I forget how she met him, but he, he's also kind of weird. And then U Chan, uh, which uh, comes from Uchujin. And he is an alien, obviously, and he he also just looks like Moe blob kind of stuff. This is a blob. They're all blobs. <laughs> <coughs> and uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sick. And then our our protagonist here, Yuki Yuka Saiki. She's she's not a blob, but she, she's she's adorable. And. So you have her here, like she, she's she's so cute, and 
And yeah, it's um, if if you like really cute girls, uh, just really cute stuff. It's oh. so in terms of this anime's actual plot, it doesn't really have one. Um, so if you're just looking for an anime about really adorable things and an adorable little girl as well, then it's a decent anime to watch. If, if that's not your, your cup of tea, then there's really no point. Yeah, it doesn't really have a plot. It's, it's just pure cuteness. And so the next anime I watched is uh, this uh, Ninja Batman X Pop Team Epic uh, Kindan no Collab CM. I mean, it's short enough. We might as well just. No freak. That's a. It's a very small amount of it that I was just. Yeah, we might as well just uh, show it to the camera. Here it is. It's. Wait, quite short. Yeah, it's just a very short commercial. Literally, yeah, 15 seconds. And so, yeah, I just showed you the whole thing. Well, I mean, yeah, it's just they're imitating the the characters there and and it's supposed to uh, to advertise Ninja Batman which why is Ninja Batman even a thing why did someone decide you know what this deserves to exist uh, it's who who thought this would be a good idea Ninja Batman since when is Ninja was Batman anything about ninjas it's, it's, it doesn't make sense to me. Anyway, yeah, that's that's one of Netflix's dumb ideas of uh, we should have this as an anime. Yeah, they also did a uh, what was it a uh, Neo Yokio freaking Jaden Smith anime. And we did Ico, which apparently no one likes. Um, now they they did also make Delma and Crybaby, which is actually a good series, but. Uh, yeah, most of this stuff is trash. And so after that, I watched Yume Kui Shirokuro Baku, or Demon Dream Eating Monochrome Baku. So this is a music video, and I don't actually remember what it was about, but I don't think it was very good. I gave it a five, so and I don't remember anything about it, so couldn't have possibly have been that great and after that I watched Suna no Wakusei featuring Hatsune Miku or Sand Planet featuring Hatsune Miku and this is kind of a weird one you know it's, it's Hatsune Miku so it's it's kind of cute. It's it's uh you know, as we see on this cover right here, we have these like sand dwellers and stuff. It's a bit definitely on the otter side for for Hatsune Miku music videos. 
I thought you had the studio. I might have made some other animes. Like uh, such classics such as Zero and Diary and World's End Umbrella. These are actually, no one knows about these. Um, and yeah, but you know, it's just not bad. If you like Hudson and Mika music videos, and go ahead, it's, it's decent. Um, and then. After that, I watched Unico. Not Uniqlo, but uh, Unico. This is this is a little on the older side, uh, 1981, and so it's about this this little little boy uh, who is a unicorn, and then this little boy who is not a unicorn. And you know, the actual horn part has magical powers, and it's removable for who knows why. Why are unicorns removable? That, that doesn't make any sense. Like, in mythology, we've never seen that before. But in this movie, they, that's, that's how things work. If you're a unicorn, you can just, you know, take off your horn and give it to someone else. And... So, yeah, that's... He, he does that, and, um... Yeah, but it's it's a nice little story about uh about friendship and stuff and it being magic and defeating evil and whatever. It's it's nice. And you know, in, in terms of all the movies that are out there, it's it's, it's really not bad. Uh I would recommend it. I haven't seen the sequel yet. Apparently it's good as well. Also apparently uh another alternate version of it. Here. Oh, that's a lot shorter though. That's kind of like yeah, more like a recap than a proper alternate version. That's from a manga, which I didn't even know. Not very long though. Anyway, yeah, but it's it's a very cute little nice story. Would recommend. And this next one is Salary Kintaro. And uh, Salary Man Kintaro. And this is an anime about this guy, and he is a mafia, no, it was a biker gang. He's a former leader of a widely feared and respected biker gang. And so he just decides to become a salaryman since his wife died and he has to take care of his young son. No, obviously that's not a spoiler that his wife dies. Not all deaths are spoilers. Hashtag not all deaths. And this does have an odd number of episodes. It's only it's twenty. That's the same amount of episodes as Nisekoi, but it's still very rare for anime to be twenty episodes. And so yeah, it's it's about this guy and he Yeah, he's both a salary man and a biker gang leader. And so he has these like epic moments and stuff of uh, beating people up, and that's kind of most of the anime. People call it a gar anime, which does make sense. It's it's really just about fighting and death and blood. It's not really about salary men at all. And in fact, I'd say uh, Hina Matsuri does a much better job at showing someone who's in a violent um, 
career path and kind of have to, you know, be forced into uh, becoming more like, you know, homey for for their children. That that's a much better version of that kind of story. This is kind of just have a salary man is like, oh, and he's beating people up and uh, there's blood everywhere. Oh, this is fun. Uh, I I didn't really find it fun. I'm sure it does appeal to a certain certain demographic, but for me it wasn't very fun. If you if you like watching, you know, like that was a. Uh, Kind of like the Japanese mafia leader for Hina Matsuri, who has to take care of this little girl. That was really well done. This isn't. Uh, it's not in my opinion, anyway. Um, and I, I will be talking about Hina Matsuri later in the series, though. So you can look forward to that. And the next one is Nemosin. Nemosin. No. Musume Tachi and or Rin daughters of Nemosin. I think that's pronounced Nemosin. Anyway, um, so this is the most mem memorable quote in here that they keep on saying is vodka means water in Russia, you know. And that, that they just keep saying it, and I mean kind of just an excuse to to give someone a drink and it's like just give me water and it's like but well, vodka means water in Russia and, and then you give them vodka and then it's like well I have no other choice and then you get them drunk um, wouldn't recommend honestly but that's kind of what they're what they show in this series and that's again it's kind of weird episode count six episodes 45 minutes each and it aired for uh, somewhere around two somewhere around six months like twice as long as normal and that uh, was was it good oh that's uh that's a good question um I'd say not really uh, i i didn't wasn't really a fan um as you can see my score there it's just it's not really my my cup of tea not not my my favorite kind of anime apparently there's also some lesbian stuff in it so dry there but yeah it, it really wasn't good uh, and there was a fair bit of gore and edge and stuff in it edge meaning like unnecessary gore like it wasn't actually it wasn't a good plot Gore didn't really add to the plot. It's just kind of there. And so, I would suggest not watching it. Anyway, hope you enjoyed. Thank you for watching. Hope to see you again next time. Goodbye.